You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. And today is December 23rd, the 15th of Teves. And we are glad that you could join us this morning here on JM Sunday Live on the network. Hope you had a great Shabbos, great week. Glad you could be here. And uh, we're here live till 9 o'clock this morning on this network. And, uh, of course, programming continues all day long on it. If you're studying Dafyomi, even if you're not, it's Hulin, Chaf Vav 26. Great time to start. The temperature outside in our area right now, 36 degrees. It's fair out. 44 degrees is the expected high and 36 degrees the expected low overnight. In Jerusalem, it is... Uh, 56 degrees right now and going down to 43, so it's a bit warmer over there. We'll hear from Hanit Julian at um, at 8 o'clock at the top of the hour. Don't forget Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30 and more music. Uh, looking ahead to the uh, weeks ahead and months ahead, we're going to be planning on a bunch of interviews uh, with different people for the, uh, for the new uh, secular year. And if anybody has any suggestions, you're welcome to send them by email to matis at nachamsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachamsegel.com. Or check out our Facebook page, JM Sunday, and make sure to like the page itself. Go to like the page and uh, do that if you haven't already done so, and you can comment there. But the best way to reach us is on the app, the NSN app. It's fired up and ready to go. Actually, it's been going. It goes 24 hours, six days a week. So, uh, And then picks up again on uh, Saturday night with uh, host Avrami uh, and a great music mix. So, yeah, the NSN app is the great way to contact us and uh, anybody associated with the network. So please do so. We look forward to your comments. And uh, we'll get to them later on in the show, as many as we can. So that is the story for now. Gave you the weather, gave you the update on uh, Dafyomi that we are here. We're going to have Rabbi Goldwasser, the news from Israel with Hannah Julian, and the music. So we're going to get right to that with Shim Kramer. It's a slow song. We'll start off today with a bit of a slow song. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We are with you here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. The <laughs> 
Adon olam, Adon olam,
Bishem Bishem Hashem, Beirach Nuchem, Mi Beis Hashem, Baruch Haba, Bishem Bishem Hashem, Beirach Nuchem, Mi Beis Hashem, Baruch Haba.
from uh, Michael Nadada. Before that, Shal Shellas. We also heard from Rabbi Baruch Chait, Sally Stern, and Shim Kramer opened up our song segment here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us this morning. Glad you could be here with us. Much appreciated. We are, of course, here until 9 o'clock in the morning, as uh, as usual. And... Uh, 
and uh, I wanted to uh, wanted to thank Trucker Yitz who is giving us updates uh, about the snow this week. And uh, let's see, what did it say? Route 17 of the Catskills. Uh, tractor trailer stuck on the side of the road. So thanks for letting everybody know who's checking in on the app. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, snow forecast for next Sunday. And wow, yeah, it's, but it's nice up there. <laughs> I guess if you don't mind the snow and the uh, extreme cold. Uh, Nachum Roseman, uh, we will try to get to that. A request for some old jet. We'll see if we can find out on that. Whoops. <laughs> we'll see if we can get there. And uh, we are going to get to Rabbi Goldwasser now. We'll have our news from Israel coming up with Kana Julian at 8 o'clock. Um, right now, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lazecha Nishmas, Rabbi and Lezecha Nishmas Esther, Bas Rabbi Yosef Alevi, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Kizuk. Good morning. Throughout each and every day, we try and do some tshuva. We try to repent and become closer to Hashem. We have the formula for our vidoy, for our confession to Hashem, which is a main component of repentance. There we say... That I have great regret, whatever I have done, and I promise never to return to this sin again. The Mabit asks the question, How is it possible that a person can promise to Hashem in the midst of their vidoy that they will never return to the sin again? A human being could err. A human being is fallible. It is quite possible that they might return to the sin. And then they've already promised Hashem. They've made a statement declaring that they wouldn't return to the sin. And now they're going to go back on that declaration and somewhat cancel the promise that they've made to Hashem. So how can they do it? The Mabit says that there are two parts to an individual. The Nevesha Bahamas in the Nefesh It's the animal soul and the godly soul. When a person is moved to do tshuva, when a person is moved to repentance, then the godly soul takes over. The godly soul makes the declaration, says, I will never return to this again. However, sometime later, if by chance the person does fall once again and stumbles into sin, it is not the Nefesh Elokis, it is the Nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul, that indeed commits the sin. That's the reason that a person remained true to their promise. The Nefesh Elokis is still bound to that promise. The only problem is that the Nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul, took over and then cause the individual to commit the sin. When we understand the depth of the comment of the Mabit, we realize that our struggle each and every day of our lives is that the Nevesha the godly soul, wins over the Nevesha Bahamis, the animal soul. We ask Hashem for every day divine help when we say, Loli de Nisayon, Veloli de Vizayon that Hashem does not allow us to fall in 
to a nisayon, a challenge that we cannot handle. We pray to Hashem that all of B'nai Yisrael are zocha, as it says, v'achazirenu b'shuvah shleimolofonacho, that all of us will reach the level of complete tshuva. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. By request from the uh, app, Someday by Jep, right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
חפיסוי, אם שויח רשו ותנסו ובואי, אל תדעו ואל תדעו מפח הפיסוי, אם שויח רשו ותנסו ובואי, אל תדעו ואל תדעו מפח הפיסוי, אם שויח רשו ותנסו ובואי, אל תדעו ואל תדעו מפח הפיסוי, אם שויח רשו ותנסו ובואי.
Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Before that, we heard Ohad, Yumi, Ofi, Shlaimi, <laughs> and a little bit of Am Yisrael Chai. Uh, Ephraim and Jep <laughs> opened up our song segment. Okay, we'll get to you in a minute. Relax, relax. <laughs> All righty. Uh, next up is our news from Israel. Uh, and... Uh, we uh, we always thank Hannah Julian for joining us with the news from Israel. Uh, it is that time we're running a drop late, so I apologize about that. Uh, but uh, it is time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning. Joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Montes. The first Israeli-Palestinian shopping mall is almost ready to open, but already some Palestinian activists are calling for a boycott. The mall was built by supermarket chain mogul Rami Levy at a cost of about 200 million shekels. That's about $55 million. It's located in the Atarot Industrial Zone, north of Jerusalem, and it's expected to open soon with more than 50 stores. But activists are already trying to tear it apart. They're saying it's a religious, national, and moral duty for Arabs to boycott the new mall and other shopping centers in Israel because they say the new mall is an attempt to destroy the Arab economy in Jerusalem and instead Judaize it. 
The group behind all this is called the National and Islamic Forces in the occupied city of Jerusalem, and they're distributing flyers around Arab neighborhoods in the city. It's not clear how successful all this is going to be, however, because several of the Israeli chains have already taken Arab franchise holders in that new mall, including the very popular Crazy Line clothing chain and Cafe Greg. Some 8,000 Gazans gathered in various sites along the border with Israel again Friday to storm the security fence, burn tires, hurl rocks, and in at least one case, also to throw a bomb across the border. Israeli military forces responded with tear gas and other riot dispersal means. And when it was necessary, they also opened fire. Three Gazans were shot and killed, including a teenager. According to Arab media, 25 others were injured in this violence. A fourth Gazan later died of his injuries, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. The Israel Police Etzion Rescue Unit was also busy this weekend. Volunteers from the unit answered a call to rescue two hikers who were stuck in a cave 10 meters deep near Atarot, north of Jerusalem. Magain Davida Dome was called to the scene along with the rescue team and a police force. Both hikers made it out safely. A 60-year-old hiker who fell from a cliff in the Judean desert near Arad was not as lucky, however. He was hiking in Nachal Kina at the time. The IDF's 669 search and rescue team was called to extract him along with the Arad rescue team. He was evacuated by helicopter to Soroka Hospital in Beersheva. A hospital spokesperson says he is listed in serious condition. If you're traveling to France and you end up at Orly Airport in Paris, you may want to know that the Royal Court's Galleries Lafayette store describes Ben-Gurion International Airport as located in occupied Palestinian territories. Ben-Gurion Airport is actually located in Lod, uh, as most of you may know, a suburb of Tel Aviv. But according to this store at Orly Airport in Paris, it's located in Palestine, occupied Palestine, no less. That's how the Israeli airport was described on a receipt given to an Israeli couple back in October, according to a report posted on the Arutsheva website. On Friday, the Director General of the Gallery's Lafayette Watch Division said steps are going to be taken to address the mistake. That response coming after a complaint by the Simon Wiesenthal Center. The last fighter of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising has passed away. Simcha Rotem left this world yesterday at the age of 94. He joined the Jewish Combat Organization in 1942. During the revolt, he served as a negotiator between the fighters in the ghetto and the Nazis. Baruch Dayan Emet. On the good news front, family members say there has been a slight improvement in the condition of Kfir Brigade fighter Netanel Felber. That's the soldier who was critically wounded in the terror attack near the Givat Asaf Junction a couple of weeks ago. He's now breathing on his own, but prayers are still needed, so please keep the prayers coming. Netanel is not yet conscious, so please pray for the recovery of Netanel Ilan Ben Shena Sipora. Again, Pray for Rifu Shlema of Netanel Ilan Ben Shena Tsipora. A quick look now at the weather. Partly cloudy skies for the remainder of the day. Seasonal temperatures 
Clouds continuing overnight, some light rain along the coast. Cloudy skies Monday, a chance of drizzle in the north and along the coast. No change in the temperature. Have a great week, everyone. Shavua Tov. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thank you so much, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's uh, nine minutes after the top of the hour, 8.09 Eastern Time here in the United States and wherever it is around the world with you. My thanks to everyone for joining us. Great programming continues all day long here on the network with uh, encore presentations by host Avrami and uh, great music mix tomorrow morning. Nachum will be back on bright and early, 6 o'clock with JM and the AM, followed by The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. And... Uh, all the other programming for a Monday. So uh, make sure to keep it tuned there. Just keep the network going. It's the 23rd of December, 15th of Teves. Uh, Hannah just updated on the uh, updated us on the weather in uh, Israel. And here in our area, it's 36 degrees going up to a high of 44. Much nicer, much warmer, I should say, and nicer in Israel. It's always nicer in Israel, right? We're going to go back to the music, and uh, we have up next, uh, Am Yisrael Chai, here on JM, Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
וחסר בך שמחה. אם אתה יאוש ולא רואה את התקווה, אם אתה מרגיש את השמיים באפור, אתה הולך קדימה והכל זז לאחור. אז תקשיב ותראה שלדאוג זה לא שווה, ותרגיש את הקיק, כי את הגוף פה לא נפסיק. חבל על הזמן, כמה טוב, טוב ויפה. חבל על הזמן, כמה טוב טוב הוא עושה. תרים עיניים לשמיים וכל תשאיר וגם תשמח, כי אז תרגיש את האש. חבל על הזמן.
to Shlomo Simcha with uh, Mayane. We're going to cut that a bit short because we have a special guest on the phone uh, with us uh, that we will get to in just a few seconds. Uh, we uh, heard from Sherwood Goffin, Zeshir, Yaakov Shweki, and Eli Schwebel following the news from Israel. Uh, at this time, it gives me pleasure, always a pleasure to have this gentleman on the air with us. Uh, today, it's because of the situation in Israel and uh, and, and the terrorist attacks, but he has some good news for us. But it's always a pleasure to welcome to the airwaves former member of Knesset and someone who is so active in everything going on in Israel and supporting the state of Israel. Former member of Knesset, Dov Lipman, welcome back to JM Sunday. Thank you, Matt. It's always good to be with you. Thank you. Now, to, you know, recent times in Israel, it's been very hard. We read about things, we hear about things uh, over here. Uh, and uh, you're you're living it there, and obviously it's extremely extremely difficult to to say the least. Uh, there have been some terrorist attacks in the last few weeks, which have tried, I guess, the national patience and uh, resolve uh, of the state of Israel tremendously. Uh, and today you're here to give us some good news about uh, one of the victims of the attack. Uh, someone that you know, and and you just told me that your your you, your son played with when he was uh, younger in um, in Silver Spring, uh, and of course I'm referring to uh, uh, Sergeant Nathaniel Felber. Uh, please tell us how he's doing, and then give us a little bit of a, a background of of the attacks and where we're at right now. Sure. Uh, so Nathaniel, uh, thank God, is stable, but he's still uh, in critical condition, and that's why as much as we try to share good news when it comes, it's critical that everyone continue to pray for him. His name is Nathaniel Ilan Ben Shena Tipora. Uh, I visited him uh, just a few days ago in the hospital. He's still in a uh, induced coma, 
which is obviously difficult uh, to see a young man who was just moments before the shooting uh, out there defending uh, the people of Israel, and uh, terrorists came forward and uh, shot him and two of his comrades at pretty much point-blank range. Sadly, two of the fellow soldiers, Benachah Haridi and Netzach Yehudah, were killed. Uh, Netpanel, thank God, survived the attack, but he had a bullet that went through his head, and so he's currently in this coma. The good news is, as of uh, yesterday, he's breathing uh, on his own, about 20 breaths per minute. Uh, they still put him on the breathing machine to give him a rest from time to time. And uh, aside from that, there have been certain moments where Netanel actually responded uh, to people in the room. Uh, he squeezed his sister's hand the other day. Uh, when they uh, were singing uh, Kabbalat Shabbat for him and reading the parsha to him on Shabbos, uh, they saw his pulse uh, quicken. And there was even a moment last week where his father told him he's putting on tefillin, and the Tanel moved his left shoulder and arm, sort of indicating that he was aware of what was about to happen with tefillin being put on. So, uh, on the one hand, uh, there's cautious optimism. Uh, we daven, we daven, the whole country here is davening. We certainly hope all of our uh, brothers and sisters in America will join us. Uh, it's going to be a long road, uh, if God willing, the tunnel is able to uh, pull through and, and recover. Uh, the family is incredibly strong, incredible people who are just calling for people to do davening and do good mice and toast deeds from the tunnel, do extra learning for him. Uh, and this is a kid, Matis, who loves learning, loves davening, loves doing chesed, and uh, it's the least that we can all do for him and for his family. It, it's amazing when you say uh, specifically about how strong the, the family is, in the, especially in the face of all this. And and we talk about the other family that was um, that was that was affected uh, that that you know, again horrific with a baby born uh, right after this terrorist attack, and then um, the baby passed away. Uh, looking at and hearing about uh, that family also and. And watching them, I, I saw some of the videos where I think it was Shlomo Katz was was in their room uh, uh, singing. I, I, I mean, this is—it's hard to believe, almost, uh, though, to to realize you can't even think what they're going through, and yet that strength is coming from someplace, uh, and, and it's amazing. It gives everybody else strength. I mean, they go through all this. Absolutely. You know, what we what we go through is nothing compared to this. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you, uh, when I was at the hospital on Thursday night, uh, total strangers walked in to meet with the family, and they introduced themselves, and they said that uh, in 2011, in March 2011, their son was in a terror attack. He was waiting for a bus in Yerushalayim, and he also had shrapnel that went through his head. The doctor said he pretty much had no chance. He was in a coma, and today uh, he's married with two kids, and they came because they heard on the tunnel, and they wanted to give the family strength. Uh, people take time out of their schedules to come to strangers just to give them strength. And the key right now is that all of us realize it's really in the hands of the Rabboni Shalom. When I say that, the doctors at this point, there's nothing they can really do. There will be things that time goes along, but right now they're waiting for the swelling to go down uh, in his brain and for the opportunity to try to wake him up and see where he's holding. It really is in, in God's hands, and therefore uh, that's why today at the Kotel at 7 o'clock, uh, Israel time, that's 11 o'clock uh, New York time, uh, we're having a special tefillah at the hotel for him, 
and all throughout Israel, there's all kinds of initiatives uh, from the Tan Elilan and and we certainly, uh, again, invite everyone who's listening, uh, if you want to at 11 o'clock this morning, and join with us across the oceans and take a few minutes to dive in for him. Uh, we would appreciate that. that. That would be great, and I'm sure everybody will do that. Uh, did I read correctly, and I, I just want to make sure that the, the person who committed uh, this terrorist attack is the brother of the person who committed the other terrorist attack? There's a, a clan uh, called the Barghouti clan, uh, Yamach Shemam. They have a, another relative who's in jail for a long time sure. and even claims to be the future president of the Palestinian people. Uh, this is a, a, a cell that's at work here. And we have to also remember that as we go to sleep tonight, every single night in our beds comfortably, that's when our soldiers begin to work and go into these Palestinian villages and make arrests every single night as they try to make sure that they track down every single person responsible. And then God, we will. Uh, we will. It happened. There was an attack over two months ago, and it took two months to find and kill uh, the person responsible, and we'll continue to do that. And, uh, we, yeah, there's one cell that's essentially responsible for this. There also seems to be some kind of a link uh, to Hamas as well and some of what's been going on. So uh, certainly a difficult time. I, I think part of this story, which hits us, uh, you know, all of us who made Aliyah, and our son served in the army. Uh, so there's a certain uh, kinship that we feel. We should feel it with all our soldiers, and we do. But I think, you know, seeing a kid who grew up in America, a family made out, uh, a dedicated family to Israel, and they have their son lying right now in intensive care, still in a coma, uh, I think it's something which hits all of us uh, very strong and, and gives us a certain connection uh, to this particular episode, even though it's certainly the kind of incident which Israel, sadly, has been experiencing uh, since its inception. Right. Absolutely. Dove Lipman is uh, with me here on JM Sunday, and I want to thank you for, for joining, especially on short notice. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you on another time. Uh, you're, you're a prolific author, and uh, a few months back you authored a book uh, called Coming Home, Living in the Land of Israel in Jewish Tradition and Thought, and God willing, we'll, we'll have you on to talk about that. But, you know, when you write a book like that with that title, you're... You know, I haven't read it yet, um, but I'm sure it's amazing. But when you talk about living in the land of Israel and then you're faced with, with these things, um, but overall I think you would say, uh, you know, it is obviously very positive to live in Israel and you encourage everybody who can to make Aliyah. Yeah, uh, I, I would tell you that even with these uh, setbacks and tragedies and difficulties, uh, and the sacrifices that we go through, uh, it's the greatest possible choice uh, that we ever made and that anyone could ever make. And raising your children and family uh, in the land of Israel is the greatest that God could give us with all the sacrifices that we have to make to make it happen. Right, absolutely. Uh, I wish, Please wish the family you know, our best and, and uh, stay strong, and, and thank you for giving us the update. Uh, do you want to give us the Hebrew name again uh, so that uh, people yes, will know? Yes, thank you so much. I was going to do that. Uh, so for everyone to dive in, to learn, to do acts of chesed, sit with your children and explain to them uh, how much this can have an impact. Netanel Ilan Ben Shena Tipora. Netanel Ilan Ben Shena Tipora. Again, 11 o'clock this morning, New York time. We'll be at the Kotel. You can join us in Tefillah But anything that anybody does, the family appreciates it. Netanel would appreciate it. And Bezrat Hashem will be able to share uh, good news as he fully continues uh, towards the road of recovery. Amen. Dov Lippin, thank you again for joining us, uh, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you, Matt. We share good news with each other. Amen. 
Dove Lipman, former member of Knesset and uh, someone who is a stalwart supporter, of course, the state of Israel in so many different ways, uh, giving us the update on uh, on the condition of uh, Natano Felber, the uh, the um, soldier who was uh, seriously injured in that terrorist attack uh, a short time back. Uh, and, um, you know, we certainly pray for his recovery. Uh, we're going to go back to the music in uh, just a uh, in just a minute, and uh, I, I just want to mention it's like switching gears, doing a um, doing a, a, a I don't know yeah one eighty going from that story, but uh, we want to give a a tremendous Mazel Tov, uh, you know to uh, to Dr. Mark Singer and Toby Siegman on their wedding. That is uh, today. It is uh, amazing. Big day today. And uh, to Dr. Mark and everybody, tremendous Mazel Tov. Uh, great news that Nachum shared with us uh, a few weeks back and uh, just phenomenal. So we're so happy to wish a tremendous, tremendous Mazel Tov to, um, to Dr. Mark and uh, to uh, Toby Siegman. Uh, on their wedding, um, we wish you, wish you, of course, tremendous, tremendous uh, simcha and uh, a great life, uh, much, much, uh, much, much happiness. Uh, we're going to do a simenta from Piamenta right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Moshe Mendelowitz with uh, Kolm Vasser as we get set to wrap up today's show. My thanks to everyone for joining us this morning. And uh, thanks to uh, Dove Lipman for joining us with an update on um, Natana Felber and uh, for the uh, for the information about uh, you know about how he's doing. So we appreciate that. Uh, we'll have Dove on again to talk about his book in the coming weeks. Uh, but this was important for today. So thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, here on uh, JM Sunday. Thanks to all of you for joining us and for listening. Great programming continues all day long on the uh, network. My thanks to a listener, Yaakov, who uh, uh, gave me information, uh, all of us on the app, if you saw that information on uh, the uh, Hask concert that is coming up in January, and and Nachum will be MC, And uh, we have confirmed that, so that's good to hear. Uh, So it's uh, something to look forward to. It will be talked about in the coming weeks for sure. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us here on JM Sunday. We'll see you next week right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.